I'm Tony Leodora, the traveling golfer, and on this show, we answer the two greatest questions in golf. Where can I go and play? And what do I do when I get there? Wait till you see this one. time of year when you sit back and relax and reflect on all the great places we've been this year. In this episode of The Traveling Golfer, we're going to show you some highlights in case you missed it. Forget about it! From top 100 golf courses to the golf capital of the world and even a famous brewery, stay tuned for the best of The Traveling Golfer. One moment changes everything. Distance, precision, decided in a microsecond. So reduce your ball spin and get the most performance at impact with four yards more. A next-gen golf tee proven by pros and players like you. The unique durable design flexes at contact, reducing ball spin, giving you tighter control and more distance. So change your game and get four yards more. Brought to you by Greenkeepers. Golf smart. The time is now. Myrtle Beach Golf has never looked better, and your best shot is yet to come. Embrace every moment and escape to your course of choice. It screams. It tracks, it's soft, it reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs, the Tour Ball reinvented. Raise the bar with Flight by Yingling. Low carb, low calorie, more taste. Brewed for the generation that's always reaching for more. Flight by Yingling, the next generation of light beer. Beach Golf Trail. Guys, you've heard of the golf capital of the world. You've heard of the Grand Strand. Well, we have 20 plus golf courses going from Wedgefield, South Carolina, all the way to Lockwood Folly, North Carolina. Amazing golf courses, 
that will fit your budget, it will fit the, your handicap level, and uh, you can have like probably 40 to 100 different combinations on three, four, two round packages. So the Myrtle Beach Golf Trail has options for you, great quality golf courses, and guaranteed to make sure you have a fun golf trip when you, when you come to the golf capital of the world. All right, we are here with Calabash's Most Wanted, the general manager of the Pearl, Trey Ernstis, man. What's going on at the Pearl? Man, we've got a lot going on out here. So we've uh, had really two great years. Our maintenance crew has just done a phenomenal job. He's given me, the whole crew has given me a product that I, it's not very easy to sell. Um, we are trying to plan uh, for some new improvements coming up here in the near future, maybe in the next year, possibly two of hopefully redoing some cart paths, um, doing some improvements to the clubhouse, and just trying to make the overall experience better for the golfers coming here to visit us and even our locals. So we appreciate them all. We love having everybody out here. And I mean, come out and check us out because it is in phenomenal shape. Hey guys, it's Scott at River Oaks Golf Club on another great day in Myrtle Beach. We're out here on number three on the Fox course. This is one of my favorite holes on the entire golf course. Uh, it's also one of the more scenic as we get up to the green. We're on a par three. We've got about 170 yards to the green. Uh, you know, in Myrtle Beach, you usually think that all the, the golf courses are going to be flat and you don't have to think about taking extra club because of slope. Uh, but there is. It's very subtle. Um, and you don't necessarily see it right away when you get to the hole, but here we are uphill on this hole. I'm usually taking at least a club more uh, on these shots. We've even got a little bit of wind in our face, so I'm gonna take almost two clubs more uh, for this particular shot. So uh, we've got a bunker to the left, short left. We've got a really mean bunker to the right. Uh, this is not an easy hole, a very narrow green. So I'm gonna try to aim uh, just a little bit right of the pin and see if I can't hit a good shot. Oh, it's right towards the right edge. Oh, that's gonna be a tough chip. So let's go up to the green and we can talk about that next shot. Okay guys, we're up at the green. I just hit an okay shot. We're just right of the pin. Again, this par three, it's got some severe slope to it. Uh, you can see right here, I've got a doozy of a shot. You gotta remember with these shots is you're on a severe slope you want to lean your body with the slope. So I don't want to lean in, I want to go with because my club path needs to travel with the slope. So I'm going to open my face a little bit, take an open stance, I'm leaning back because I want to swing with the slope, and then I close my eyes and just pray that I hit it close. Yeah, that wasn't very good. All right, so I just got done hitting that last chip shot. I did not hit it very well. Eli is over there heckling me on such a terrible shot. So I said, you know what, Eli? 
let's see you do it. So we had Eli come over here. Don't forget what we talked about. You're gonna lean back on the slope, open that face and try to swing with the slope up in the air. What? We're gonna see one of our best characters on the Myrtle Beach Golf Trail. Oh, that wouldn't be Uncle Frank. That's Uncle Frank. Oh, it's time for story time with Uncle Frank. Guess who? Let's first talk about tea times because this is very important when you go to make a tea time. A tea time is like a flight. So say you have a flight to Vegas at nine o'clock. You gotta be on that plane before nine o'clock. So that flight can take off at nine o'clock. If you have a tea time, you gotta be on the tee at nine o'clock. That means you can't be getting to the golf course at five till. You don't get to the airport at five till. You are on the tee hitting the ball at nine o'clock. And contrary to some people's beliefs, if you show up at 9.05, that space at nine o'clock, it's gone. It's just like that plane, it's gone. All right, this is, this is old hat right here, but it hasn't changed. Iron covers, no need. No need for them. I know some of you hardcore iron cover users want to protect your irons. I get it, but no. Beverage cart girl, you got no shot. No shot, zero. John Claffey here. I'm the Vice President of Marketing for Tour Edge Golf. Brand new released, just straight from the R&D factory of that Tour Edge. This is the exotic C723 driver head. This is probably our most teched out driver head we've ever introduced. It is, it may just be the most adjustable driver head on the marketplace. We've got a front weight that is uh, adjustable along with a back weight that is adjustable. Now, if you were to just switch these weights or get a weight kit and switch those weights around, you are in perfect control of MOI and of your spin uh, rates. It, we also now have a brand new track to, for this back weight. So now you can affect the flight on which way it can go directionally. And of course, it always comes with an uh, um, adjustable hosel that goes in five different settings. Now, if you're gonna consider all the different weights that we have nine different weights that you could configure this head to. It's gonna come out to 4,680 different head configurations and just this one driver head. That's not even including shaft. This is literally is one of the most adjustable drivers out there. It can serve you in any um, course setup out there, any weather that you have out there, you can adjust to your needs. That being said, there is also a E723. That stands for extreme. This is a 5,600 grams per cubic centimeter square driver. That is, tops pretty much all you can go for a moment of inertia which means 
less twisting and impact, which means more forgiveness, straighter shots, one of the most accurate driver heads out there. There's tech for days on, on these clubs. They are priced right. We've got Ridgeback tech that comes down the middle. This is a titanium spine that now goes 360 degrees around the club head. You will not find more tech for the price out there because that's what we do at Tourich. It's as easy as five, two, three. Doesn't get any easier. This Houdini soul is like magic. When you just need to launch it. I wish more of my pro-am partners had these. I wish more of everybody had these. Because golf is hard. So make it easier. Make it five, two, three easier. If there was a trophy for the most forgiving clubs, these would win every year. You want to talk about winning? You know he knows a bit about that. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs. The Tour Ball reinvented. One moment changes everything. Distance, precision, decided in a microsecond. So reduce your ball spin and get the most performance at impact with four yards more. A next-gen golf tee proven by pros and players like you. The unique durable design flexes at contact, reducing ball spin, giving you tighter control and more distance. So change your game and get four yards more. Brought to you by Greenkeepers. Golf smart. Mike Strantz was a genius. I, I don't mind saying that. A lot of golf courses, you know, they're going through major renovations or they're changing design to, to do this, to do that. Mike's properties are so architecturally sound. We don't have to do that. What we have to do is just, just keep them fresh, you know, I mean, do some tree work, keep the, the, play, the playing areas open, you know, with trees that, you know, grow and do everything else. But his, his designs are so architecturally sound. There's no redesign work that needs to be done. I'm sitting with Bob Saganti, general manager, both True Blue and Caledonia, here in the exalted golf area of Myrtle Beach, and I say exalted because the South Carolina ratings came in and the top five courses in the entire state, a state that is a treasure of daily fee golf, three of the top five are in Myrtle Beach. Two of them happen to be True Blue in Caledonia. So you have been grinning ever since this happened, my friend. I, I've been grinning for several weeks now, yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we appreciate the folks at Golf Week and the Golf Week rating panel. It's really, really exciting time for golf in South Carolina, but especially in the golf capital of the world, Myrtle Beach. Mike Strantz, the architect, grew up as the artist in the Tom Fazio golf design business, learned from the best, and he came out with an artistic eye, and you see it at both these courses. And that's why they're in the top five in the state of South Carolina, because great design, and you and your team have taken it a lot higher because the conditions here now are incredible. Over at Caledonia, it's so darn pretty out there. You get a lot of different opinions on what's great. Everybody agrees that 18 is just 
one of the most memorable holes in the entire Grand Strand, but you got a favorite or two over there too. Well, I'll, I'll back it up one hole to the par 317. It's it's elevated a little a little bit in, in regards to the rest of the property, and it looks it it's only 168 yards from the very back tee. It's an island green surrounded by a waste area. Now the waste areas here are very playable, very undulating green, um, incredible pot bunker that sits right in front of the green, not I know that in the green. We're at the 17th hole, TPC Sawgrass, the famous island green. The drought has caused all the water to dry up. All right, this is Caledonia's famous island green, still 17. The moat around there is a moat of sand. Same problem, tough green to hit, tough one to stay on. It's just a beautiful golf hole, and that coupled with the ante anticipation of knowing you're getting going to 18. 18 is the toughest hole at Caledonia. Even when you hit a perfect drive, which isn't easy, you still have 160 yards into a little bit of a breeze over the water, tough green. Every time I'm here, I say, maybe this is the time. Maybe this is the time for that ever elusive birdie on this hole. We'll see. Oh, get up, get up. Not in the water, but it's not in the green. Maybe next time. Well, I don't want to pass up one of the more memorable ones because it's a bit different from the rest of the golf course. And again, incredibly pretty, number nine. This little tiny par three that ends the first nine, and you just come off of there and you say, I, I just played in like a little cathedral. Low liner. Well, every time I play number nine at Caledonia, I think, could this be the time for the hole-in-one? Not again today. We went the low route. We got one pretty close. But we have to play another day to get that hole-in-one. A Yingling, America's oldest brewery, finest taste of beer in America. There it is. Alrighty, thank you. You're Another mid-length par four, and every time I get to this green, I say the same thing. Thank you, Lord, put me on golf courses like this. What do you want to do today? 
Today, I want to run. I want to skate. I want to see a show. <laughs> I want to play. I want to eat. Like a lot. I want to sleep in a hotel. Can we do all that? We can do all that and more. Over the last 190 years, a lot has changed. But at Yingling, America's oldest brewery, we're still focused on one thing. Brewing darn good beer. Yingling, the oldest brewery in America. The time is now. Myrtle Beach Golf has never looked better. And your best shot is yet to come. Embrace every moment and escape to your course of choice. Get ready for a very special trip from America's oldest brewery, Yingling, in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, and the nearby historic Schuylkill Country Club, Dick Yingling's home course. This is a summer trip that I've enjoyed, but more importantly, you should enjoy. Great beer, great golf, all in the mountains of Pennsylvania, brought to you by the Traveling Golfer. Yingling became the golf beer. Tell me how that happened. Well, through people like yourself, <laughs> uh, it helped a tremendous amount, but uh, we're, we're very, very well represented of many, many golf courses up and down the East Coast in particular. Uh, I don't know a golf course that doesn't have Yingling. That's for darn sure, and has it on the beverage cart too. Beverage carts, uh, clubhouses, they all, they all treat our little brewery in Pottsville uh, tremendously. They represent us excellent. Well, back, I'm going to say in the late 90s, all of a sudden the catchphrase started to make its way around the golf world, Yingling, the golf beer. You guys were smart enough to put it in a green bottle, so <laughs> that certainly didn't hurt. We put the lager in a green bottle and we have light lager. Uh, a lot of golfers like a, a, a low-carb, low-calorie beer, and now we have Flight, which is doing very well in most of the golf courses in eastern Pennsylvania and up and down the, uh, the East Coast, quite yeah. honestly. South Carolina and North Carolina. And the old standard black and tan, I always say, if you want to have a good charcoal burger, that's the burger beer. Black and tan is the beer for that. <laughs> yeah. We're headed to the cave. We're in the anthracite coal fields here, and, the, and this rock is conducive in certain areas to the anthracite coal fields, and it's just solid rock, so the, it's been standing there for 193 years, so he did the right thing. 
It started before there was a re refrigeration. So that's the refrigeration, natural underground refrigeration to keep the beer cold during fermentation and storage. Whatever works, gotta that's, keep it cold. Yep. So you walk through the caves, it's all, you see the sides of the rock and then all of a sudden there's a brick wall. That's sort of strange. Well, the brick wall was put in there by the government. They made us uh, block off, there's two tunnels in there and they made us block off one so we couldn't hide beer real beer in there during Prohibition, because small breweries were notorious for that. I don't think my grandfather done it, would have done it, or my great-grandfather, my grandfather would have been, and, but I may have. So. <laughs> <laughs> during that time, to keep going, you had a different business. It actually operated across the street where the gift shop is now. Could have been Dick Yingling, the ice cream master. The ice cream king, well, no. <laughs> Glad I wasn't in that, but it, uh, during, during Prohibition, my grandfather built a, a dairy along with one of his sons, his oldest son, Frederick, and uh, refrigeration equipment in the dairy is much the same as that in the brewery, so we had people to, to keep our employees working. That's really the reason he did it. And uh, they lasted in, from about 1920 till 1985. This entire operation even if, though it's in the historic old brewery, just a couple miles from the new modern brewery, uh, it's still in operation. You still make beer here. Still make beer here. We, we put out 600,000 barrels out of this little old plant back in uh, 1988, 89, 90. And now how many barrels? Well, we got over 2 million barrels out now. That is some real nice. Not, not out of product. here, now no, out, no. Of, out of three breweries. You know? Yeah, so you have here, you have Hot Mill Stone, Creek, which Mill is right Creek. down the street, and then that little tiny one down the, in Florida. The one in Tampa, Florida. So we, we bought that brewery, it just happened Stroh was selling all their plants back in uh, uh, 2000, and we bought the Tampa plant and shipped beer up from Florida. and kept our business alive. Yeah, we want beer, we want beer, and that came through. We want, and we want it now. That's right. <laughs> We're very fortunate all through the years, it's not just me and my four daughters, but it's also uh, the other generations before me, the, the uh, DGs that uh, came over and started this thing, uh, his son and then his, uh, his grandson and then my grandfather. So they all kept it. They all kept it alive through prohibition, and uh, and we're just fortunate to be where we are today. We make good beer. That's why we're still here. Five generations of great beer. You got that story from right here in the caves at the historic old Yingling Brewery. You got to come and see it. Hope you enjoyed this latest episode of The Traveling Golfer. We'll see you somewhere else down the golf trail. We'll be looking for you.